Hey folks, this is Joe with the Joe Ma Max Morons. We're here. We're 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 here, kind of. Uh, obviously, we're uh, we're we're coming off of uh, sleepless nights watching the World Cup, and in great anticipation of European soccer coming together. We're all here today, minus Sam, Taylor, Adam, Thomas. How are you guys? Good. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Everyone's Fabulous, Joe. Good. 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 Um, so we're 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 kind of got a lot going on. I mean, we're we're watching. So I I, I do I do want to touch briefly. We were kind of talking this ahead of time, and um, you know, it's 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 a little harder to get up for the three o'clock games when US is out. Um, I I like watching France as well. Colombia's been fun. But is 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 anybody here um are any of you sort of getting up and making it a priority to get up and watch the games? Um, Adam, Taylor? Well, I'll start. I was up and following the France game, but it was sort of like right as I got up. Um, but yes, I will. I will. I, actually, I was in the office also, so I wasn't at home, so I couldn't watch it on TV. But uh, I think I will make it a priority just just for France, just to get up and watch France because you know of our family roots and everything. But but yeah, it's going to be tough for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping these games sort of uh, ease up us a little bit. Um, well, it's a little it's a it's a little better at this point um, with the quarterfinals because like you got Spain Netherlands that's 9 p.m. on Thursday, so that's yeah, easy. That's uh -huh. nice. Japan and Sweden is 3.30 a.m. Uh, on Friday. I actually probably will get up for that one because I don't work on Friday, so I can... That's going to be a good game. Yeah, that's going to be a really great game, so I'll probably be able to get up for that one. And then Australia and France is Saturday at 3 a.m. Again, I'll probably I'll probably try to get up for that one. Yeah, it's just that's a good the, point. The 3 a.m. games are just... They're, they're just tough, man. They're too much. They're so and, and, but, and Japan yeah. is the team to get up and watch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you Japan, guys, Japan and France at this point, I think yeah. are the two favorites. Do you guys think uh, this is kind of, this could be like Japan's tournament to lose of of every team seen? They've run hands down like the best. No, I think it's I think it's France's to lose. I think it's you France. Think so? I think it's yeah. I think it's fifty fifty. I think it's France or Japan. Yeah. I, I think those are the those and they're on opposite sides of the bracket. I think those are the two teams. And like obviously. Sweden uh, is a great team, but you know there's a, there's there's plenty of there's plenty of talent and good teams left. But I think I think France and Japan, it's like it. it sorry, what? No, sorry. I, I, it'd be a great final. France, you know, European it, it, power oh. who has not won the World Cup yet, and Japan who has won the World who Cup has and has yeah. come in second. Yeah. So I, I think they're on like a collision course for yeah. the final, and I, I really I, want that. I, I want to see France take it. It's just. Japan, they haven't had a single game where it's been like one, one nothing. Like it has been won convincingly. Like, it, yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but France, France did pretty comfortably emerge number one out of what most people would consider the group of death. Yeah, right. right. And they they were convincing yeah. the other day as well. They were what? They were fairly convincing the other day too, coming out. Of right. Season. Yeah. I, I. I mean, I think everybody knew. Uh, once, or nothing. One. Yeah. Once. 
once their manager that they that they finally fired before the World Cup, I think everybody knew like this is this is holding. You know, she had been holding that team back. The players were literally like m- like having mutiny against her before the federation finally fired mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it was pretty clear now that they just seem freed up. Their best players are back on the team. Uh, it's you know, which again, this is a this is these are very French things that happen with the French Football Federation. I think we know that from being such like you know for. Adam Thomas and I, we are outside of the U.S. men's and women's. It's the French men's and women's teams that we support. So we followed these these sagas of like 2010 mm-hmm. player mutiny in the French the French men's team. You know, like there's just if if France aren't playing well, the drama is always fun. Men's men's or women's. Teams Taylor, are, are you fun. insinuating that the French are very petty? I, yes, I am. <laughs> Even if they are playing well, the drama is fun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And Thomas, our grandma is yeah. French. We know that they're petty. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> this either eliminates our French listener or gets all the other listeners. No, no, it doesn't, because I'm a huge French yeah. fan. I love yeah, we're it. all I French love... fans. Oh no, I... and we're all French. And we're all French. So don't, don't don't get us wrong. We love their teams. We love the culture. We just we we know. Yeah, we just <laughs> we get it. Um, you know, it's funny. We're, we we grew up with our grandmother yeah. and her sister, Bick. Yeah, so it's it's petty in the same way that Italians talk with their hands. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Now we're in trouble. Hey, um, come on. Come on, Adam. We were all having a good time here. We're still having a good time. <laughs> um, there, so speaking of drama, we're going to have drama. We're definitely not going to get into it a ton right now because it's way too soon. But U.S. women's national team. There's just no way they can keep this coach. I, I don't know. Exactly go out. I mean, does anyone is anyone here defending this guy to stay? I can't imagine. We've all been talking. No, about I mean, I think I think most people were no. were calling for Vladko out before the World Cup. I mean, after yeah. a not great showing at the Olympics, and then it's just like the team never. Yeah. You're, you're you've got a team that won back to back World Cups, and then yeah, that that kind that core is kind of aging out at this point. But then you have like more exciting youth talent than you've kind of ever had, you know? Yeah. Like it's just like it's just an unbelievable powerhouse of talent that the US produces. And then with this great generation of young players and then this aging core of veterans that know how to win, and then you just have these utterly uninspiring performances for his entire yeah. tenure, you know? It's He shouldn't have been so aimless. Like that's, yeah, yeah, know, for sure. The lack, the lack of tactics was so glaring. Right um, now, and I, use your young talent. Rep- right. Like bringing on Rapino in that last game. Give me a fucking break. Come yeah. on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Like, get Thompson on the field. Get Lynn Williams on the field. Like, like just unleash them. You know, like I mean, I, Lynn I Williams. Like, Lynn Williams isn't youth talent. She's thirty. Right. Is she thirty? Yeah. yeah, yeah no, but, she's. But like, I'm saying like, you had. You got a player that's in. She's in great form. It's like the best form she's yeah. ever been in in her career. Like, why aren't you playing her? My, my point uh, being, so you had options. I, I think what we're so again. I think with the U.S. team, you know, we're gonna definitely, um, you know, track this this issue. But um, I, I, I don't even speculate. There's, there's a bunch of coaches. I mean, people are already speculating which coaches, which coaches will be next. It took them so long to just 
rehire the same coach as before for the men's team. I don't think they're going to get there. Yeah, right. There's no way they get their shit together for the women's team. Assuming they only put in 0.7% of the effort for the women's team than they do the men. God, do you, do you get the feeling on the men's side that the investigation and everything after the blackmail was like the best thing that happened to Burhalter? Because it was like by the end of that, U.S. Soccer was like, yes. "Oh God, we're tired. We're not we're not interviewing and vetting a bunch of people now. Like, just bring him back. He's fine. We cleared him." You know, hard day to day life had to have been in the midst of all that, like with all this. And and look, I'm not a. I'm, the day to day had to suck for him. Yeah, yeah, good. He's I like, will. I will say. In the in the speculation for for who's going to be the next women's coach, um, you know, Pep did say after he leaves City, he wants to go into international management. I'm just saying, yeah, I, you know, just yeah, saying. Bring that to the UN. These women just, could do it too, by the way. Just These, saying, like this team could do it for sure. Uh, yeah, would be. And and Pep seems like a guy who could do it and make it like cool and yeah. and be like, who cares, you know. Yeah. I've made I've made more money than I ever need in the rest of my life. I you know I clearly I clearly don't see that being a thing that happens, but that would be no, but, uh, but I'm saying it would, cool. would be amazing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a pretty unique uh World Cup trophy, that's for sure. Right? Yeah. Um okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move us uh to what we're also talking about these days on our text chain, and that is Premier League starts this weekend. Uh, there's a whole lot to catch up on. We're obviously not going to catch up on all of it, maybe all of it. But uh, I, I let's let's start off by uh, by talking about some players that have come in and out. Taylor, what what team do you think has been affected the most by players in and out this off season? I don't know. It's pretty we're, tough we're, to we're say. Yeah, it's 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 pretty tough to say. I mean. I've, I, as a United supporter, I've liked what United's done. Um, Chelsea, you never know with their, like, you know, roster of 45 players always coming and going what is going to happen. <laughs> they could win the league or they could, you know, finish outside the top 10. Like, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, Arsenal has made some good moves. And then I think you just, you never bet against Pep and City right now, right? I mean, I don't. So... They've lost some players, but they have also made some really good, smart signings. And also they're kind of bringing back the same core of the team. So I think City's still the team to beat. Uh, But I think that Arsenal and United have strengthened considerably. Yeah. I think, you know, Chelsea's almost um, addition by subtraction. They've cleaned up their roster a lot. Right. They've, you know, they've let some guys go that, you know, we, we've talked and we've talked on this podcast about Mason Mount and really we all kind of assumed he was going to be a Chelsea mainstay for his career. He just seemed like that guy. Um, but mm-hmm. Chelsea's kind of sorted out the roster and that they've, they've kind of, you know, trimmed a lot of the fat. Um, and But they let guys like Conti go. And they let guys like, you know, like Pulisic go. And they let, you know, they let Mount go. Uh, they let Havertz go. I mean, that's there's a lot of talent that went off this team as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Havertz, for sure. Is there any team that you're looking at, um, or again, or a, a couple of teams that you're that you're seeing they've done a lot on the transfer market and it's going to sort of positively or negatively impact where they stand this year? Is there any anyone standing out to you? Who are you asking? 
I, I literally said Adam. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed you. <laughs> I missed that part. Um, uh, I think United, like Taylor said, United has strengthened. Um, I think United will be better, a better squad. Who knows if it will, if it will, you know, turn into a higher points total or whatever. But um, I don't know. I feel like City lost Gundogan, which is a huge loss for them. I, I, I feel like he's going to be like when Mane left uh, Liverpool to lesser to a lesser extent. I don't think it's going to be as as uh, devastating as it was to to Liverpool but you know Liverpool added a couple pieces I think Liverpool will be better I think Newcastle will still be good uh, I think Arsenal is probably going to be the the best shot at challenging City and I think Arsenal uh, you know I think to be honest I think Arsenal might win the league next year I think City I think the loss of Gundogan and now there's uh, reports that Bernardo Silver Silva, sorry, Silver. Silver. Bernardo Silver, sound like a British guy. <laughs> the commentary, uh, but Silva might be um, tempted by other clubs. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like I feel like Arsenal could be uh, in prime position here. I think United are in good shape. I think United, a good season for United would be second, and 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 a, a good run in the Champions League. Um. I think that's a good a good season for United. Yeah, I think I think when you're talking about Gundogan leaving City, though, you got to look at them bringing Kovacic in and seeing how he can in Pep system just plug in to that exact yeah. like because Gundogan was, you know, um, he was obviously great when he was at Dortmund, but it was like it wasn't until the past like three years playing under Pep and like really understanding Pep's that like he really excelled and became the player that True. he is now. But Red, Red Mares is also gone. Yeah, no, I know. But, I mean, they still have Erling Holland, Kevin De Bruyne, Jack Grealish, Phil Oh, Fulham. no, I know. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Just, yeah. Cole Palm. Like, they, they can let they can, they can can let some of these, like, they can let Riyad Mahrez go because you have a guy like Cole Palmer that's ready to come in and be the guy off the bench or start in those mm-hmm. kind of, you know, in those games where Mahrez would get the start. But he's, but he's not totally proven yet i mean not totally but i mean he was pretty damn good when he played it you know the matches he got last season and then to the goal he scored in the community shield yeah, that weekend adnan yenizai was yeah. for united when he came in and played and then yeah he didn't play for pep well good point good point yeah it, i i like in his situation more to like foden when he broke into the team like oh this kid's untested oh he's really good and he's under the best manager in the world yeah it's not going to be pure consistency all the time but that's what's yeah. like you use him in a more sparing role it'll and i mean Mares was that's that was a big strength for city is that Mares was such a quality player that was used and he was seemed to be happy with a smaller role like that he was kind of their utility player you know he could play in right. different roles yeah 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 exactly thomas um for united Who's going to be so? There's three main sort of additions, right? There's um, uh, Highland, who I I, I know I'm saying this incorrectly. The guy from Atlanta, Toyota Highlander. Wait, there's there's Mason Mount and there's uh, um, Onana. Who's going to be the biggest impact to this team to to improve them this year? 
Um, well, you're, hopefully, you're I'm, I'm hopefully Onana doesn't have to be the biggest impact. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think he's a solid goalkeeper. I think he'll be good. Uh, I think um, I think Mount in our midfield could be uh, good in the mix with uh, Casemiro and um, and Bruno. Uh, it seems like he's linked up pretty well in the bits of the preseason games that I've seen. It seems like Mount is, uh, you know, already in the mix with our midfield. And, and I think they're excited to have him. Uh, Hoyland, I honestly don't know that much about because I didn't catch a lot of Serie A last year. So I I just hope he brings goals. Hoyland's good, but he's only 20. He's, he's fairly unproven in European competition and, and you know, Atalanta don't play that sort of, um, you know, high-octane offense type stuff anyway. Although, hasn't Sancho been playing forward in the preseason here? He has, which is odd. But I haven't watched a single all right. preseason friendly. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about active. I've, um, I've enjoyed watching him play. He's... I have no doubt he could play, like, as a false nine dropping into the midfield, which... Is that how is that how he's been playing? In... Yeah, he's okay. he's been kicking wide. He's been coming back. Mm-hmm. He, he's setting up a lot of goals. The good thing for United is they've got, you know, the entire midfield and forward, you know, units can all score goals, right? Like that's, that's so you yeah. can play those mixed roles, you know, within you know within that group. I mean, hell, Casemiro can come up and 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 you know bang one in there just just fine, right? But I think they have an embarrassment of riches there in the middle. I mean, they have, you have Mason Mount, Erickson, um, Casemiro, Bruno Fernandez, Rashford. You know, now you have Mount. Um, and and let's not forget, you know, Sancho, but not, let's not forget um, Garnacho. I mean, Garnacho, everybody's yeah. talking about Garnacho being a really big part of this team this year. Mm-hmm. Question for you, Adam. Does Garnacho earn a legit starting spot on this team this year? Uh, not regularly. I think, I think sometimes, depending on how they have to use Marcus Rashford, because, uh, Garnacho is going to play off the left. Rashford plays best off the left. Um, if they can get a center forward, you know, if, if Hoyland can play the way he, he, they want him to play the way they think he's going to play and we can get, you, you know, United can get somebody playing consistently on that right side um you know he i don't know it all depends about positioning i think what bothers me is our best two attackers are are on the left best suited on the left on the left forward you know uh so i don't know i think i think if they can figure things out then he he will get starts if not he will be like he's gonna be like the next Solshire off the bench because he's 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 that good. He's just going to come in and score goals, and I think that might be that might suit his game actually. Like when he started last season, he didn't always he didn't always you know look fantastic from the start, and it, you know over ninety minutes it was like he struggled in point, points of the game. But when he comes on at like sixty minutes and everyone's tired. He he shines. I mean, so so who knows? I don't know. I like him coming off the bench, to be honest. I like him coming off the bench because of his age. 
yeah. at this point. Yeah. What do you think, Thomas? Rob, I think we're having some technical difficulties at the time. He's 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 deep in thought. He's deep. It, actually, <laughs> it, it seems to, it seems to me the Hang on. Yeah. Um. Go ahead, Thomas. All right. So we're having some technical difficulties. With Can Thomas. you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I was gonna say I think with the moves. All right. We're gonna go, we're gonna come back to you, Thomas. Um, I think uh, I I think that I'm very curious about how Holland fits or how Highland fits into um, this you know this unit, especially up top. He only scored ten goals last year, Brad. It's not like he's walking in the door as some amazing forward, but he's also only twenty. I don't think he's somebody this team is gonna be able to rely on you know out of the gates. Is Martial? Um, is he is he better yet? Is he playing? I think the the big issue is that you've got you've got tons of talent that you can play off that front three. You look at everybody. You've got Martial, Hoyland now, Rashford, Garnacho, uh, Sancho, and Anthony. And the problem being is that you have no consistency whether it's from form or fitness, you just have no consistency among any of them. Rashford had a great season last year, but it was a great season that was built on about six weeks after the World Cup where he did most of his producing in that time frame. Yeah. Um, so you just like, that's my biggest concern with United's front three is that I don't know where the consistency comes from, you know, uh, and it's you know you 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 talk about guys like Rashford that are uh, you know he's still fairly young but it's kind of like he should be entering his prime at this age and he should be starting to be consistent week in and week out you know the truly like great superstars are you know like Mbappe and Holland they at 20 years old they're scoring every single week you know. And so if you want to be paid like those guys and you want to be considered in the tier with those guys, you have to produce like those guys. Um, and I just don't honestly see anybody at United doing that. Now, it could be by committee and they all chip in. But at this point, it's just it's it's kind of a nightmare for Ten Hag between the form and fitness of all those guys, because Martial's another guy. I love Martial as a player when he's on because yeah. when he's when he has, when he's like in a hot streak, he is unstoppable. But that is almost always ended by either just a run of bad form or an injury. Mm -hmm. And Rashford is kind of like that too, but his streaks of producing are longer. But neither I of them are. You can't consistently rely upon them. I think Rashford last season, you know, stepped up to the plate, but this season will be the true test of if, if he's on that level now. Well, last can season, he do it again? Last season he stepped up, but really it was it was built around like just an incredible about six weeks. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't I, it wasn't the whole season. What what I was gonna say before freezing was I think with the moves they've made is Ten Hag has has basically built this front line now where he has a rotation option at every spot. He's got Martial and Hoyland. He's got Garnacho and and uh, Rashford on the left, and he's got. Anthony and Sancho on the right and Bruno behind Bruno 
has honestly, you know, we, we complain about different aspects of Bruno, but he has been one of the most consistent guys. Uh, he produces, he produces consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. ex- exactly. Yeah. So you can build any of those front three who can rotate around Bruno you're going to have a consistent threat as long as you can time who's in form and who, you know. But that's as... that's an incredibly difficult <laughs> but position I'm, but to he's, be in, yeah. But he, but he has those options for rotation in every spot now. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. So I, I think they're in a much, in that regard, they're in a much stronger position than they were last season because last season it was like, we we kind of were living and dying by Bruno and Rashford basically. Now you've got more, you know, more options basically. Yeah, I don't think you can afford like the talks of selling like Sancho or Anthony or Martial. Like like you're saying, you have two. You have you're too deep in each yeah. of the front three. I don't think you can sell any of them at this point. Yeah, because... I, I I think you have a a decent two in every spot now. It's yeah, that's what but... you have to roll with. But kind of the point that Adam was making is that probably your two best are on the left that they're the best out of. So, like, how do you remedy that? Do you play Garnacho on the left because he's younger and that's just where he plays better? And then Rashford moves centrally or plays off the right just because he is a more capable player? I don't know mm-hmm. how you I don't know how you figure that out because do you want both them on at the same time? You know, there's a lot of there's just a lot of questions. I, I do agree that Garnacho, I think, is, is he's an impact sub still for like another season. And you, you know, you have equally, you know, just as challenging a problem in the, in the midfield there because you have Casemiro, Erickson, Fernandez, Mal, as well as some young players coming up. I, you know, this kid Fernandez has been playing, you know, really well. Um, I, I, there's certainly some guys there that that could be. You know, getting some rotational playing time and, and you know in cup you know cup tournaments and things like that. Um, but you have Casemiro, Erickson, Fernandez, and Mount, and you know vying for three spots there uh, in the midfield. So that'll be that'll be an interesting way, interesting to watch Ten Hag manage that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's more. I feel like that's that's more. Nobody's competing for Casemiro's spot because there's they what. Yeah. What United's missing is another holding midfielder to back yeah. him up. If they get rid of Fred and Casemiro gets hurt or gets red cards, they've got to have a backup for him. And I'm not sure they. I have know. It. I they don't right now. And that's, um, I'm blanking on his name that they've been talking to is another holding midfielder. Uh, uh, the, the the guy from Fiorentino. Fiorentino. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But you know, you sign him, and then it's like, okay, now you now you have a very solid midfield because yeah, you've got you've got five solid for those three spots. He's a uh, he's the uh, Moroccan guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amrabat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was great in the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. He was great I, in the World Cup. He was, he... I remember watching him in the World Cup, but I, I didn't see him with Fiorentina at all because I didn't. You know, we don't watch much yeah. of Serie yeah, because. It's all on ESPN Plus. Yeah. No, it's on Paramount Plus. It's on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. I'm sorry. Even harder to find. Oh my God! Our sponsors are going to be furious with us. There's still guys like Pulisic or Pulisic or whatever that's playing well, and I I I suspect they've been trying this guy Alvaro Fernandez in that spot. He's a 20 year old out of Spain who's who's you know 
getting a lot of playing time here in the preseason. I assume they're trying him out at the Casemiro spot just to develop a little bit of depth as well. And yeah, I, but Spain's I, never really I, produced any great midfielders, so <laughs> probably just disregard him. Yeah. Flash in the pan, right? <laughs> go to Italy. Rodri, who's he? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, I think we've solved it all today. Um, I uh, thanks for thanks for hanging. Um, I do, as always, have a question. I'm going to start with you, Thomas. What spot does United? finish in the league at the end of this season? Mm, maybe maybe second. Maybe. Okay. That's my that's my hopeful guess. What do you think, Adam? My brain tells me that Arsenal is going to win the league, but I'm going to say first. There you go, buddy. Way to think positive. I mean, it's stupid. I like but- it. Yeah, I like it though. Yeah, uh, Taylor, what are you what are you thinking? Third, City, Arsenal, United, and Chelsea fourth. I think of all of you, Adams got the hardest fall ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, stop you stop using your brain. God. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll try and cushion the blow a little bit with some feel, feel from your heart more. Um, well then, well then, fine. Then Milan's winning the Premier League. Great. Milan's <laughs> winning the Premier if League. Tells me. Right, yeah. <laughs> if I'm using my heart, yeah, France wins the Premier League. Then yeah. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Um, so uh, thanks everybody for being here. Thanks everyone for listening. Ood, as always, uh, send your mocking texts uh, all you want. Uh, I'm a big boy. I can take it. Uh, and also, it's mostly about Adam anyway, so it's fine. Good. Coach uh, Coach Enzer, we're going to have you on soon. And uh, yep. And to anyone in Germany that's still listening, just shoot us a line. Come on and hang. Yep. Just come on and hang. We're good. And, and we're sorry. And we're sorry. <laughs> I, f- I feel like there's probably a reason we should end every podcast with that. I know. I feel like <laughs> an, an apology. Yeah, so like, so like they're like smartless as the bye. They're like, we should be like, sorry. Uh, sorry. Most of us have acknowledged that Arsenal is going to be in the top two, so Jim should come on soon. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. All right. Yeah. Well, everybody, sorry. Everybody enjoy. Enjoy the Premier League. And, uh, and uh, we'll come back to you next week. And as we're now going to end our shows, we're sorry. sorry. We're sorry. I'm sticking with Big Gulps. <laughs>